What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And this is a really special episode because myself and Kyle just touched down in Miami, Florida, and we are filming this in the beautiful weather outside. It is 75 and sunny and just absolutely gorgeous. So you might hear a few birds chirping, palm trees swaying, and maybe a little bit of wind, but we're just so fired up. And this is going to be a really special episode because we already feel ourselves leveling up out here feeling the sun on our skin just been killing the training and just making the most out of everything which has been so exciting and to prepare for this trip uh you know we actually entered into a little challenge we realized we had 60 days for the trip and we're like let's shred about 10 pounds of fat and really just put on some new muscle and you know we learned a lot from doing it ourselves again obviously we've done it a million times but you know it's just on the top of our mind and we're like this is so applicable and this is going to be so beneficial to everyone so we kind of made this in a way where we have 11 tips to help you lose 10 pounds of fat and gain five pounds of muscle in 60 days now when i say this is this going to happen for everyone absolutely not you know we all lose at different levels we're all at different levels of body fats weights heights um you know expertise levels am i going to put on five pounds of muscle in 60 days absolutely not can a beginner absolutely right regardless of where you are in your journey whether you're a beginner an intermediate or an expert these 11 tips are going to help you level up your fitness journey just as myself and kyle did i'm gonna let kg take it away yeah and even jumping into that like you know josh myself our buddy Andrew and Jeremy, we all had about 10-ish pounds that we wanted to lose, right? So that was the number for us. But even a lot of our clients in a 60-day time frame, we can help them lose up to 20 pounds, right? And, you know, depending on where you're at, it's so situational. Um, so we're going to jump into number one, which is the importance of deadlines. Now, this is the thing for me, I think that really stuck out the most is because if I feel like I have all year to do something, I will take all year. But if I know I have 60 days, um, I believe, uh, I'm trying to remember the law. It's like the, it, there's- Well, think construction workers. Yeah. They'll, they'll be doing a two-year project it'll be one year and eight months and you'll be like this thing i mean at least where we're from like they've done nothing and then all of a sudden that last four months boom it all comes together i don't know what the law is but i swear it's a thing it's essays i remember in school you know people would put it off they couldn't get anything down the night before magically you can do the full thing yeah no 100 percent. yeah like i don't remember the exact name but it's just like funny because if we give ourselves like when i used to edit videos and i said oh i have all day i will take literally all day until 11 p.m to do it and it's just procrastination right but when I know that I've got to dial in, there's no weeks that I can mess up and stuff. It just holds me accountable. So I'm constantly thinking about that. So for those of you who struggle, you know, a lot of you just don't have an actual deadline. You don't give yourself, you know, make it a little uncomfortable. So you have to challenge yourself. So you have to push yourself. So you can't allow yourself to just not make progress week after week. And that really, really helped me out. Yeah, that's a huge one. I'm really happy Kyle mentioned this and just the importance of phasing, right? Like sometimes you can have these little phases, like we can utilize Miami as a motivator for us, right? It was winter where we at, uh, we had a sweater on, you know, once again, did we need to be really shredded? No, coming down here, I want to be, and it's a great opportunity for me just to level up my fitness and grow. And now we have like a 30 day boot camp basically when we're down here, we're just making the most out of every single day and training hard and just making great decisions. But number two is accountability. And what I mean by this is if I just said I'm going to lose 10 pounds for Miami may or may not have done it but knowing I was doing it with three other friends and we made a contest and we said whoever doesn't do it is going to have to buy a dinner for the other one so myself and Kyle you know it wasn't even so much the dinner it was the thought of failing and being held accountable through failure to other people right you know it's one thing to let ourselves down a whole nother thing to let other people down and you know this was just such a great motivator for me and my whole time like I just had this little secret in my pocket you know I was like okay I need to do this I need to get this going I need to 
make sure I succeed. And if not, you know, it's going to suck telling everyone else I failed. Like I refuse to do that. So having accountability is super beneficial. Maybe you don't have that friendship group. Great thing you can do is follow us on Instagram. Uh, we have an amazing community there. We also, for our coaching clients, obviously we have incredible community through a private Facebook group for them. Our clients get, you know, unlimited text interaction through us, which is incredibly rare nowadays for online coaches. And we also do like live, well, not live, but face-to-face Marco Polo videos where you can actually talk to us face-to-face, you know, just exclusively one-on-one, which is so cool because we want to help people get the best results ever. So if you really want to kickstart your result and you want that accountability, DM us shredded to start your shred and build your polished physique. I love it, man. And, you know, just jumping into it before I do, um, I just wanted to get this out of the way. It's called Parkinson's law, by the way, uh, that I was talking about. It states that the more time you have, the longer you'll take to complete the task. And that just talks about procrastination. So Parkinson's law is what I was thinking of. It was driving me nuts, but that's going to bring me into number three, which is just having a technical rough game plan. I loved how, you know, Josh has an iPad and like right as soon as we started, he sent to the group chat, like a, an estimated game plan of like what he was planning to do. Now, did that go exactly how he planned? Absolutely not. Right. You know, we had to go through Christmas. We had to go through new years. Even there was one or two weeks. I truthfully stalled out and it's going to happen. But if you kind of know, okay, I need to lose for us. It was just over a pound per week. Right. You know, and that just having that game plan of how you're going to do it um, when you're going to you know take these you know maybe a diet break even Josh um, it helped him doing a reverse diet afterwards to so he that way he started to put on some muscle as well and he had an approach I had an approach um, you know Josh's client Jeremy who was part of the challenge also had an approach and that really really helped us out so having a game plan you know too many people you know may have knowledge um, they may execute but they don't have the right strategies and that's where uh, this definitely comes in handy and fail to plan, plan to fail, right? Even me, I had a tentative plan, things popped up. We went through Christmas, we went through New Year's, but having that rough estimate, you know, allowed me to say, am I on schedule? I had a schedule or behind schedule and to make those adjustments. So I'd rather have a plan, have things deviate from that than have no plan and have things deviate even worse. So definitely something to keep in mind. And number four was just to make the right sacrifices. So I know Kyle will add on to this because he's very passionate, but you know, and I know he has an analogy, but it's important too that you pick your battles, right? At the end of the day, like, you know, more and more we have this desire just to be hedonistic, to always be eating delicious foods, to never be bored. Uh, we saw like a funny meme the other day. There's some Japanese word that says, um, when your mouth is feeling lonely, <laughs> you want to eat food because your mouth is lonely. And it's like a little too relatable, right? Like we always kind of want that pleasure, right? But at the same time too, we got to say, hmm, do I need to be eating chips randomly at 2 p.m. in the afternoon and clog up my calories uh, when I know I have dinner tonight absolutely not so you know we really tried to say what can we do and for me like a big part of my game plan was having a static breakfast a static lunch you know ordering a meal prep service and then knowing too when I wanted to go out with friends and really just making right choices you know I value food more than sugary drinks among other things so you know I'd really just cut out you know kind of some of those other fun foods and I kind of went more towards 90 10 and that's what worked for me but I know Kyle's gonna add on to this yeah this one's tough because like I'm a firm believer we can have fun foods we can you know go and have takeout we can drink and stuff and still get great results but you know when you really do get down to it like there's going to be some things you're going to have to be able to like you can still include but then there are a lot of times I found I'm like oh man I'm like I wish I could have this extra meal or this extra snack or this extra drink or whatever it is but I'm like no I can't and there were some days like I specifically remember it was a day I went snowboarding and you know on the way there we just needed something quick Um, I got a bunch of kind of empty-ish calories that weren't as filling and so I was able to do that but then afterwards when all my friends were eating and you know just doing all this other stuff I had to make that sacrifice and say, you know what, I've made this dedication um, towards this goal, you know, um, I I can't fail towards this. And so I 
had to make those sacrifices, but it's not like you always have to make them. You have to kind of pick which ones are worth going through. And that's where being proactive, knowing, hey, you know, I'm going snowboarding here. My friends are definitely, you know, even there were some days where uh, we would say, hey, okay, we're going out to the the slopes and stuff. Like, do you think you'll want to go out to eat afterwards? So then I would save some calories because I would be a little bit hungry earlier on, but then I would enjoy it a lot later because I've saved my calories and I'm not going overboard. I'm still hitting my goal. So what I'm saying is there will always be sacrifices that need to be made, but you have to pick the ones that are worth like, you know, just like worth battling through and, uh, and, and make the most sense there. And so that's going to bring us into number five. You just have to accept that, you know, you need to operate at a higher level, right? You know, even myself before when I wasn't as diligent, when I was kind of, you know, running tons and tons and just, you know, not really tracking as accurately as possible. Like you really just have to get locked into your deficit. And I always say that momentum carries, like there's no better feeling than just a perfect day of eating. You feel great. You're super satiated. You got a good workout in and you just really have to utilize momentum to your advantage because, you know, like I said, there were some times where I just, I wasn't feeling it. I just, you know, I had a little bit extra and I just, I was like, oh man, I need to get back on it. But use those times where you're feeling absolutely phenomenal, where everything's great and just really allow that to compound because it's one day and then two days and then three days and you keep going and you're just like, wow, I'm on a hot streak and you, you don't want to fail. So yeah, use that momentum and uh, really uh, operate at the higher level for, uh, you know, the best results possible. I like to call this the pool complex. You know, when you're, you got your feet in, it's so scary. The thought of getting all the way in it. You don't want to do it. You're debating it. You're fearing it. But once you're in it, you're like, oh, this isn't bad. I've done it. I'm in it. I'm just got to keep swimming, right? And that's very much a diet. The hardest thing is for people to get locked in. If you can commit like 14 good days, not deviating, no cheat meals, no sloppy logging, I promise you'll get locked in and you kind of get, I don't know what I would call it. It's like diet brain. Like you just feel super locked in and focused. You know, all the time people in a deficit, they just feel like they're just so locked in and hyper alert and hyper aware. And, you know, it's just really important you allow yourself to get into that you know you're really hurting yourself if you know monday or sunday you're like i need to diet monday you're like okay i can do this tuesday you're like this is easy wednesday i wonder if they deliver thursday you're ordering something friday you feel guilt and shame saturday you're back at the gym you know and then you're feeling pity and then sunday okay it's time for me to diet like you're just going to hurt yourself you're going to be in this vicious cycle where you're seeing no forward progress so definitely something to keep in mind and number six is a short one but use compounds if you're looking to lose weight and put on muscle do things that are tough on you right doing a heavy set of deadlifts for me my heart rate will go as high as 180 same with squats and i can actually burn a ton of calories when you're actively repping four or five six hundred pounds you're gonna feel it and you might say well that's not at all for me but even for you as long as you're fatiguing your body you're getting near that point of exertion obviously you're working within rars you're gonna see that caloric burn you're gonna put on more muscle and you're gonna just get more benefit than if you're doing adductor uh you know just adductor movements with your phone out and you're not as locked in it's just not going to have that same intensity consider walking versus a sprint and there's versions of that for lifting where you're going to get a little bit more bang for your buck especially length training you're going to burn more calories and you're going to grow more yes sir absolutely and that's going to bring us into number seven protein consumption so i was having about 175 to 180 grams of protein um, sometimes a little bit lower i know josh is in the 220 ish range probably around that 225 maybe um, but that's it, man, just that makes such a big difference. And a lot of new clients, a lot of people I kind of talk to in the DMS who are just getting started, you know, females typically I'll find maybe have 60 grams of protein or maybe even less. And then some males will have under a hundred or just over. And I just, you know, for a lot of you who are looking to get the results and it's not even just about losing fat, it's also about maintaining muscle mass. And, you know, you don't want to just lose all this weight and then lose a bunch of muscle mass. So really, once again, like going back to these basics of like being in not too big of a deficit, but just enough, um, like Josh said, utilizing strength training and compound 
pounds. And then here, protein consumption is going to go such a long way. It's going to fill you up. It's going to satiate you. It's just going to help you look better and feel better and perform better. It's also going to help you maintain more muscle as you do diet down as well as put on new muscle. And Kyle crushed that one. So, so well said, but protein is huge. It just, it connects a lot of the dots and time and time again, a lot of my clients, you know, they've, I've challenged them to increase their protein. We've done it gradually and they've fought that they've resisted that they've thought it wasn't possible. And then, you know, obviously we have incredible resources through our coaching available for our clients. You know, we have a suggested food get list. We have a, you know, recipe guide of people that interest them. You know, we have a whole different bunch of avenues for you to be successful there. And then when people do it, they're like, oh my goodness, this connect all the dots. Like this is so easy now. I've been so successful. So go ahead, up that protein. Trust me, it will change your physique dramatically. And it's a great way to improve your composition. Number eight is a simple one. And that is use weekly averages for your weigh-ins, not daily. Uh, when you're using your daily average uh, weigh-in, you know, one day, um, even I said to Kyle, I have a low weigh-in. I feel incredible today. The next day, maybe I ate a little bit later. Maybe I had a new food. Maybe I had more salt. Maybe I'm more stressed. Maybe I didn't sleep right. That scale pops up we feel like a failure and if you know you only use one weigh-in day there's a good chance you can weigh in on that great day or that bad day and that will change how you adjust if i weigh in on a day where maybe i finished eating really early i didn't have as much food volume and i'm like four pounds down i'm like oh i can slack let's go right um and it just pull it paints a false picture just the same as you know if it's really heavy you're going to just feel really discouraged and that's actually the main reason why people quit is because they get disgruntled with the skill so instead say hey i'm going to remove my emotion from this i'm going to put it down we have our clients doing a spreadsheet and we calculate their weekly average and then week to week we say is this number moving in the direction we want and it's just a much more accurate measure man weekly cha- uh, weekly averages have just changed honestly myself like even just as much as like i preach something there were times where i just like man like what's going on but then i have to remember i'm like I'm still in a deficit. I'm still making progress. Like, you know, don't let this one spike or this one, like I always say, cause even I would feel so good if it was like a lower number, but I'm like, no, don't celebrate too much. Um, and then as well as, you know, don't feel horrible if it's a higher number, because it's just where like people go wrong is they just start to feel so connected when it comes down to just like a certain number. And it's just like, who cares? Calculate the weekly average. It will make such a difference and it'll go such a long way because even myself as a coach, I'm like, you know, oh man, like what's going on. But then when I remember all these strategies that we use, I'm like, Hey, you know, like, you know, those people who give really good advice and then they have a hard time taking their own. That's, that's the way I felt for a bit until I had to remember. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm good to go. Trust the process and it'll all come together, which it did. You know, that's, that's usually how it ends up. And then this is going to bring me into the one other thing that really hit home to me. Um, and probably a lot of people as well is don't let one off day or one off decision end it all man I see this happen so often I struggle with consistency I struggle with staying the course I have one bad day and then I feel like it's all over and you know I'd say probably in the 60 day time frame I had about four bad days like once again being completely transparent you know just holidays Christmas New Year's all that stuff I, I went over a little bit more and you know it just it is what it is but I didn't let that dictate the rest of my week or the next day I didn't wake up the next day feeling like I had to do endless cardio or starving myself like those things will also affect you but you know if you happen to go off um, track on a Thursday and just something pops up the best thing you can do is next Friday or the day after sorry just boom, I'm right back to it. But then what people do is they let it compound. Okay, Friday, who cares? You know, we're five days in, you know, let's just start fresh on Monday. Like similar to that cycle that Josh was saying, I see it happen so often. So if something does happen, which it will more than likely because we're humans, get back on track. And then the biggest thing, as we always say, is just strategize and think about, okay, what was it? Was it that alcohol? Was it the, you know, the lack of planning? Was it that party that I just, I should have maybe eaten a meal beforehand instead of gone in super hungry? Strategize there and you guys will learn from it and do such a better job going forward.
This is a big one. I can't stress this enough. Don't be so all or nothing. We don't have one good day and then just feel amazing and call it there. We want to keep going and it shouldn't be the same with bad, right? It shouldn't just end it. Wouldn't make sense at all. And you're human. Things will happen. You're just about learning and growing. Um, and number 10, this is a huge one, but I'm just going to say it briefly, but regulate everything you can, you know, step, sleep, water, um, all these different external factors will come into play. This could be a whole episode in itself. So I'm not going to dive too deep into it, um, but continue to listen to the podcast. And even if you want to search any one of these individual topics, you could search like fit, healthy, happy sleep. And we do have dedicated episodes on all these bad boys. So definitely check that out. hundred percent. And that's going to bring me into number 11 is just keep going, stay the course. You know, there will be a week where maybe the average doesn't go down or just things don't feel as great as, uh, as you want it to. But you know, those that keep going, those that keep showing up and consistently stay in the course and just stay driven and, you know, just have that, that momentum and let it carry. I just see so many people failing. It just pains me as a coach um, to see this type of stuff happening. So just, you know, if you do feel like you're struggling, you know, obviously we'll, we'll help you out a hundred percent and we'll take care of you. Make sure to send us a message. But even past that, I just really encourage you, you know, like just stay the course, you know, take everything day by day, you know, don't think about constantly 60 days from now, one, one year from now, whatever your goals are, just think about it um, day by day. And, uh, you know, just uh, keep going. Even when the going gets tough, I find so many people can do great things when everything's perfect, when their sleep's perfect, when their routine's perfect, when their timing's perfect, but it's those days that you don't feel like doing it. That's what's going to make the biggest difference. And uh, I hope that helps someone today. Yeah. And this is going to help you no matter your goals, bulking, cutting, shredding, maintaining, just becoming a healthier person. So implement these, you know, take a few, take them and, you know, make action with them, right? Knowledge is only power when applied. So we want to see you apply it. You know, if you want help with this and you just want to optimize the whole process and you want to work with the best and take all the guesswork out of the process, DM us shredded to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And we will love to help you out. But thank you everyone for listening. Y'all the best. Uh, we're out here enjoying the beautiful sun. It was so grateful this outside hopefully it made the episode extra special and let us know if you enjoyed it i uh, will see you in the next episode peace out